This is the Crushing Through Life Podcast. Hello, everybody. Welcome to episode 31 of the Crushing Through Life podcast with your hosts, Rob and Jim. It is August 21st, 2021. And as always, let's start off with today's quote. We think mistakenly that success is the results of the amount of time we put in at work instead of the quality of time we put in. And that comes from Ariana Huffington. Ariana is a Greek-American author, syndicated columnist, and businesswoman. She's a co-founder of the Huffington Post, the founder and CEO of Thrive Global, and the author of 15 books. She is named to she has been named to Time Magazine's list of list of the world's 100 most influential people and uh, the Forbes most powerful women list. In 2011, AOL acquired the Huffington Post for a whopping $315 million. On August 11, 2016, it was announced that she would step down from her role at the Huffington Post to devote her time at her new startup, Thrive Global, which focuses on health and wellness information. Very awesome. Nice. Good for her. Uh, I am not a reader of the Huffington Post. Um, Nor but, am I. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but that, that's an interesting quote, nonetheless, and obviously a very successful businesswoman uh, where we could all, all lead in her footsteps, hopefully one day. <laughs> yeah, definitely. Not too bad having your, your business acquired by AOL for $315 million. That's, that's, that's amazing. Give her. So a Saturday pod, a very rare for us, um, in fact. So uh, obviously we've been busy this week. Um, I think we last Friday was the last time we we spoke. So, what have you been up to since? That's right. Yeah. So this past uh, week, I had a week off of work and have been officially on my vacation this this past week. And uh, it, I must say, it's been absolutely full of adventure for our family. It's been a ton of fun, and it's exactly what I wanted to do with my time away from work. Um, I wanted to take this time to basically spend time with my son and focus on him, purely on him, just as much time as with him as possible, um, whatever he wanted to do, take him on a bunch of road trips. Um, you know, the past, I would say, month or so, we've been kind of home for the most part, and I, and I feel like uh, it's, it's great to have this opportunity to just spend a whole day with him, and wake up every day and just do something with him. So uh, this past weekend, we did a little cottage weekend at a resort in Muskoka, which is just uh, an hour, actually two hours north of Toronto, where we live. And it was amazing. We had a great time up there. Um, we actually went with my brother-in-law and their uh, and, and um, his wife and, and their daughter. And they had a great time together. Their, their daughter um, is a year older than, than our sons. And it was fantastic just to see them play together and, and just have a great time, you know, at this little cottage resort that we, we stayed at. How was the weather? The weather was nice. We had a great weather. Uh, we had a big, we beg, had a big heat wave uh, the past week, but it broke by the time we got there, which was really great. 
Unfortunately, the pool there was not heated properly. <laughs> um, can't complain too much because we did end up getting a, a significant uh, discount for for us staying there. It's actually part of part of the company that I work at. They they uh, it's their property, so they they cut us a pretty good deal. I see. So, I like whenever <laughs> whenever you picture it up there, I always pictured you were just like on the lake somewhere and you could just go swimming. So like, you know, the fact that yeah, it wasn't yeah. a heat wave, you could at least jump in, in and out of the lake. But is that not the case then if there's only a pool? So they do have a pool. Um, and the last time that we were there too, it was pretty cold. But we ended up finding the, like the lake was warmer than the pool. Hmm. So I don't know if maybe the heater was broken or something like that. Um, anyway, we had, a, we had a great time, but like we had to they wanted to go into the pool then the lake for whatever reason. Um, so they ended up going in the pool, but it was so cold that like they had to go in for, you know, whatever amount of time they come out like for five, 10 minutes. So they're like lips were like shivering and like, all right, take a break or warm, warm up in the sun, whatever. Yeah. But it was so much fun. Uh, I, I love going up there. I, I love cottaging in general. I just feel like it's just such a great Canadian um, weekend thing to do during the summertime. It's just so relaxing, especially when you, when you do with your family. But what was really awesome was we got an opportunity to like um, have a campfire. The, the first the first night we we went there, we we had a campfire, but it was like a communal campfire. It was like like all the resort was around this campfire. We ended up we ended up finding one just across the street from the place that we we're staying at that no one was using. So it was like oh. it was on the resort, like you were able to use it, but no one else was using it the second night. So we just. We just saw that and we had our own like own private campfire, which was oh, right on. That's awesome. So we we did a, a big campfire, listened to some tragically hip. We made s'mores, you know, Nico was like pointing at the stars. He like I showed him the Milky Way. He loved looking at that. Um, and in the uh, cottage unit that we were staying at in the closet there, we ended up finding sparklers, which was pretty cool. Oh. So and it was actually it was, it was pretty funny. So I I. I gave my son the you know one of the sparklers lit up for him he was going nuts he just like his eyes just lit up mm -hmm. he's never he, i think he's held a sparkler i think like maybe one time during canada day but i gave it to him and as soon as he grabbed it he's like oh, dr strange and he just starts spinning it in a circle and i'm like how do you know dr strange <laughs> first of all and he just starts spinning it in a circle so i guess it's probably from a youtube thing that he saw but it was hilarious mm -hmm. that that cracked me up it was awesome that's I, you know what i never would have thought of that but yeah it's totally true because everyone spins him in a circle yeah yeah yeah. and even spider-man says like he started doing that that's <laughs> that's you know circular thing that he does right right um so it, it was a great time you know it's it's a little exhausting when you have two kids running around but uh it's nice when you're with other parents because mm -hmm. you know they're they everyone just rallies right we all just take kind of take turns parenting and everyone gets a piece of relaxation and, and vacation or nap time or whatever you know, we both put the kids down at the certain at a, at the same time, and we can we can all just enjoy our evening, right? So that's right. that's good. Uh, other than that, you know, like I said before, we did our our city pass, so we did. Uh, we're we're doing a bunch of adventures this entire week. We saw the CN Tower, which was a blast. They just renovated the CN Tower. If anyone's in is in Toronto or or is visiting Toronto. Um, I would I would highly recommend you go check out the CN Tower if you if you even if you have seen it before I'd, I'd say go see it again it's it's brand new up there they just renovated it they actually extended it about I would say uh, a few feet so you can actually and, and they put like the new new uh, glass all, all around and you can like see 
further down, like closer to the glass area and get, get a much clearer view. Um, it's just gorgeous up there. It's, it's, it's really awesome. We had a great time checking out the CN Tower. I forget if I asked you or not. Would you yeah. ever do the, uh, the CN Tower walk? You couldn't pay me. You couldn't pay me enough money to do the edge walk. Absolutely not. I would never do the edge walk. I think like, I honestly, did. man, I... dude, it would, it would, it would take a lot of money to do the edge walk. <laughs> I'm not joking. It's, it's like oh. you know. So I'm such a risk adverse person that I, I, although I'm sure it's safe all the time. Yeah. You know, if someone's like, "Oh, I'll pay for you," I'm like, I, "So? <laughs> I, I don't care." Like, it could cost five hundred, and be like, I'll, "I'll pay for you." It's a one in the, you know, you're never gonna do this again in your life. Be like, I don't care, dude. I, I, I tried to do the glass floor at the CN Tower, and you just look down, and it's just so daunting. Like, I, it freaks me out. And you have all these kids like running beside me and jumping up on the glass floor, and I'm yeah. just like. Uh, it's not for me in fact i think there was even one point where we we're crossing the glass floor and it kind of like did like the little like you know when you step on glasses like a little sand type of noise creak like a yeah and that like that freaked me out and i got off halfway through and I'm, and terry was like did you hear that noise i was like yeah yeah that's why i got off i'm pretty um, sure there's a place somewhere like i've seen videos of it online there's a place somewhere in asia where they have a, a glass bridge yeah. and once you get to a certain point there's a graphic that makes it look like the glass is cracking oh, that would and freak it me freaks out. everybody out. I can only imagine yeah. the like, stomach drop. You know that feeling you get when you go down in um, a roller coaster and your stomach yeah. drops or even anytime yeah. you, you know, you look over with heights and whatever it is and your body's like, mm -mm, no thanks. Like 100%. I can only imagine. Uh, I guess but anyways, should, uh, yeah, I wouldn't do the walk either. I, I, you know, for a certain amount of money I would, but I have no yeah. interest in uh, my adventure of walking up there i guess we should tell people what the edge walk is oh true yeah so um you know for those that don't know the cn tower one of the tallest buildings in toronto um the edge walk is when you actually get to go outside of the building and walk the edge on the uh on the outer edge of the cn tower you're up you're you're strapped with a harness but you're with a party of people and you're with a guide and you get to lean over the cn tower on the harness and you're just trusting <laughs> you're just trusting this one i think you're double i think it's probably double harness or whatever it is you're just trusting your harness to like not break or you just plummet down below you um i i would never do that in my lifetime again like i said i'm scared of the glass floor alone it freaks yeah. me out uh yeah this you couldn't pay me enough floor. money yeah you, yeah you go yeah. up another like to the next tier right i'm Physical. serious man like if someone came up to me and said like i would pay you a million dollars to do the edge walk i'd have to actually still i'd still think about it i would do it for significantly less money than that yeah 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 like if someone was fun. like 25 grand you're like nah i can't do it come on yeah i don't know i don't know <laughs> maybe 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 um, but that's yeah so anyway that's really cool so the cn tower and um nico loved it yeah nico loved it had a great time with the cn tower we ended up doing there's actually an, uh, an additional part of the cn tower you can go further up in what's called the sky pod um and to be honest man i don't think it was worth the money we ended up paying an additional 50 bucks for our entire family to go up to the sky pod and be, based on the renovations alone and the the way you can the way they extended the view um just just do the regular cn tower view i don't think it's mm. i think it's worth i don't think it's worth it um it's 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 pretty sick but the guy um it, it's kind of funny too because you know nico he he knows elevators he's such a fan of elevators he asked yeah. the guy the tour guide 
what type of elevator this is as we're going up to the sky pod and he didn't know at all what he's talking about he's like it's an o he's like he looks at him he's like it's an otis elevator he's like it's a series gen 2 and he points to he points to it on the elevator door (laughs) and i just i looked at terry and i'm dying laughing so oh man so funny uh but this 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 poor like teenager didn't know what he was asking (laughs) so that was pretty funny what about um, so, the other um, tour guide? Because you get the first one on the way up, right? Where he says, this "Well, is they didn't the... actually." Yeah, so they didn't actually do the tour guide on the first the way up because they wanted that person removed from the ele- elevator because of COVID. Because of COVID, so they, so they had like a video playing on the first the uh, first one up. Okay. But the second one was like at uh, at the top of the sky pod. We were he was talking to the guy right. and asked him what type of elevator it is. So it was pretty funny. Um, and then after CN Tower, that same day we went, we checked out the Ripley's Aquarium. He loved it, loved seeing all the sharks, loved the tunnel. The tunnel was so cool. Mm-hmm. Um, there's this, for those who don't know, there's this, in this aquarium, there's this big, like, long tunnel, and you can check out the sharks and the hammerheads and fish flying above you. It's really, really sweet. See the sea um, turtle? We saw the sea turtle, yeah. That was really cool. Nice. Um, my favorite part is always the jellies. I love I love seeing the uh, the jellyfish because they the way they light them up with this fluorescent lighting is, is Very so cool, sweet. Yeah. So sweet uh and then we saw the rom royal ontario museum in toronto that was supposed to part of the city pass checked out the dinosaurs saw a bunch of different artwork um saw some indigenous artwork which is really cool um but but his favorite part was checking out the dinosaur bones and and oh, i, I couldn't like, blame him like so sick right when i think of the rom i think of the dinosaur yeah. exhibit yeah and then it's... i think of the um the bat cave mm. The back cave. The back cave was closed off, unfortunately. Hmm. I think I don't know why. It's tight, what tight a, quarters. A, I guess. What a bummer! Yeah. Yeah, yeah. That kind of sucked. But what I really liked the best about the dinosaur exhibit was checking out all the bones, and it gives you a graph of you know which ones are real, which ones are fake, and all that. So that was that well, was really really cool. Um, and I feel like the more times you go to the ROM as you grow, you know, you you, you go to it as a kid, you go to it as a teenager, you go to it as in your 20s as an adult you just appreciate it more and more and more um and every time i go there you learn a, l- a little bit more a little bit more a little bit more but man i would i would love to go there and i always told terry this too i would just love to go there by myself just go there take a day off work uh listen to music and just kind of walk around because because that way like there's no one there to distract you you're not there with a friend you're not there with a family member and you can read right you can just sit there and read the actual articles and learn things because you know with your, you're with you're with a, a four-year-old you're just kind of rushing through everything and just yeah, like, checking yeah. out everything as much as you can um but i would love to go there one day by myself just just alone i was gonna say because you know it depends on, on who you go with like i know there's there's certain people that you know if i go to a museum with them we it's like unspoken you know i've been to jess and i went to a whole bunch on our honeymoon in in italy and mm-hmm. We did, we almost just wouldn't speak to each other inside. It was, you know, like, are you okay? Are you are you done here? And if the other one wasn't, then you just keep exploring. And obviously, we don't have a four-year-old to, you know, look after and get to the next exhibit and see what's, you know, the exciting next turn of the corner. Um, you know, my mom is someone who's great to go with because she makes me appreciate because she's just... She just loves that kind of stuff. And yeah. when I go with her, it makes me appreciate it more because she'll explain, you know, some things that aren't necessarily written or even tell me stuff, you know, like when you were a kid, you used to love this, like this was amazing to you. <laughs> so it's it's cool to kind of go through there and, um, you know, I never feel rushed 
with her, but I can understand, you know, I, I'm picturing like back in school trips where like I wouldn't be done with a certain section, mm -hmm. but the everyone's, we're done in this room or we're done here. You know, it's time to yeah. move on. And right. uh, um, yeah, I can, uh, you know, I, what you're saying is totally, totally makes sense. And I, I would probably enjoy it myself too. Um, more so the ROM than any of the other attractions I think mm -hmm. that, you've, that you've gone to. I think the ROM would be the best one to go by yourself. I would, I would love, I would, I would love to just go mm -hmm. there. I think, I think I will. And, and I think you get like a C, I, there's actually two options. You can get like a season pass to the ROM. So you can have like, you can go there like every day as much as you want. Yep. Or if you have a library card, you can actually go to the library and you can actually rent out a pass to the ROM. Like oh, weird. the city of Toronto has passes to the ROM that you can just and they still have rent out and, and yeah. <laughs> uh, but yeah, like with the four year old, it's a little difficult because, you know, you're just reading something and he's just off running off to the next room and there's lots of people and you just kind of want to not lose him, obviously. So yeah, of course, you're kind of you're kind of going at his pace. Um, oh, the, and of course, like the Egyptian area was really cool seeing all the different mummies. And, that was my and, second favorite. Yeah, you had dinosaurs. Really and, then the, and then the Egyptian, like the mummy so exhibit, cool. just took the coolest. So, so cool, man. I love that. I yeah. love seeing all the all the different pieces and the artwork there. I, I, I want to go back. Honestly, it's it's it was that cool. Um, and then after the ROM, we went to go to see what else did we see after the ROM? I forget. Did oh, yeah, I guess today. Science Center? Because you did cast. So you still have one yes. more to go then. Today. we So today we went to see Casaloma. So Casaloma is a very old castle in Toronto. And that was that was awesome. That was really, really cool. Um, they actually had uh, uh, a, a big wedding happening. So we we ended up stepping on the garden center. And, and because I guess the wedding was happening, they had all, all these different flowers and the, and the fountain going. So it was a beautiful scenery. Mm -hmm. um, and there was not too many people there, which is really, which was really neat. So we, we had a lot of uh, area to walk around, but gorgeous castle was this huge, huge castle in Toronto. You can walk around and explore and learn about it, learn about its history. That was really cool. And we ended up climbing all the way up to the tower, did the spiral staircase all the way up to the tower and just got Very this nice. beautiful city skyline view of Toronto. Yep. And Nico just loved it. He, he just loved climbing the tower. Um, checked out literally the whole the whole building and at the bottom they did this whole like medieval times dragon kind of exhibit where it kind of it was kind of like a haunted haunted halloween uh corridor like there was like cool. it was a big it was a big uh under the basement there's this big tunnel that goes to the stables at casaloma is a secret passageway actually back in the day that's right yeah, yeah. secret passageway yeah yeah. And that secret passageway was decorated with like a bunch of different like medieval artwork and uh, lightning and, and dragons projected cool. on the wall. It was so cool. And then at the end of that, once you go into the stables, there's actually animatronic, uh, an animatronic dragon that like that like breathes and like moves around. And he just loved his. He's like, Dad, that's a real dragon. Because <laughs> <laughs> we went into the stables and like the stables were just like kind of fake rubbery ones. And then like mm. he, when he when he saw that one move in the in the big stable, he just thought it was real. And that was that was actually. Yeah, kind of well, funny. I wouldn't blame him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. When we and were then, in uh, in yeah. grade four, yeah, at my school, I think we had to read a novel. I can't remember the author. But it was a mystery novel that took place at Casaloma, and there was, you know, there was a murder, and uh, the the main characters are trying to figure out who who did it and pieced everything together. And yeah. I remember, like, um, you know, there was something about the secret tunnel, and uh, 
So then when we actually went, we went that year for, for a class trip to Casaloma because oh, it was in the so book cool. we read. And it was, you know, to be honest, I was disappointed with it because it's not really, a, they're just like, this is the tunnel here, <laughs> but it's secret. But right. it's not like, it's not a secret tunnel. If you're in there, it's like, <laughs> it's right over there. <laughs> That's how you get to the stables. Um, yeah. So, yeah, I so that, like, was, that was yeah. awesome. Yeah. Um, so after, anyways, after Castleman, we went to my niece and nephew's birthday. So we just came back from that. And man, dude, I, I am tired. Like every single day is, is a new adventure. And it's, it's, it's been honestly great. I just I'm spending a lot of time with my kid and that was that was the main goal and I feel like I'm achieving that a lot. So tomorrow, tomorrow morning, we got the science center. So that'll be the final final stop on my vacation. And uh, after the science center, he's going to which is going to have a blast at it's going to be probably two hours of that and see all the exhibits. Hopefully they're not too closed down with like, yeah, the the touch exhibits that you can check out. I don't know what's going to happen. We're going to get what uh, head into tomorrow. We'll see what happens, but uh, I think it's going to love it regardless. And then after after the science center, you know, we're going to end it off with uh, I think a, a nice little swim at my at my parents' place and just cap off the weekend and back to work on Monday, man. And I I'm going to feel probably so exhausted on Monday. I'm just going to be a vacation for my vacation, man. Yeah, but yeah, uh, yeah. But that, that's a good week, buddy. Then especially you know. Not that you need a goal for a vacation necessarily, but the idea of, you know, wanting to spend time, especially with, with friends and family. And the last time we spoke last Friday, you know, you were saying that, you know, maybe the candles burning at both ends for you sometimes. And, um, you know, you just needed a mental kind of checkout. And it feels mm -hmm. like, you know, from what you're saying, hopefully that you've uh, you've kind of hit that. Yeah, for sure. I definitely, I definitely have. And I would say that it's just, uh, you know, I, I, I'm a little worried for my, for my kid He's starting school and it's going to be just this new thing. And you know, all these parents go through it and, and mm -hmm. all the parents that have gone through it, but I'm, but I'm a new parent, right? Like this is my first time. My, 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 my first kid is going to go to school and it's just, you know, I wanted to spend time with him before that happens and show him these new things and show him a little bit around uh the city that we live in you know because he hasn't seen all these things he's been reading about them we actually have a book called uh toronto abcs and it's like all it's, it's like abc of the alphabet with every single alphabet being something in toronto right so that's cool um he's seen c for Casaloma a bunch of times and and he always wanted to check it out so yeah now it's checked off yeah man yeah um yeah. what was i gonna say so when does he start school is there a date like hard date yeah so it's just december september 10th he's starting J junior kindergarten okay wow eh? um, yeah man what day of the week is that feels like it's in the middle of they actually uh yeah it's actually a thursday i think let me it's just a, pull up the calendar yeah it's a friday um so it's they friday. it actually originally was on the thursday so they moved it to the 10th because they're doing like a dry run or maybe it's the 9th i can't remember now i have to check my email uh, but there's it basically they moved it up a, a little bit because it originally was on the seventh after Labor Day, mm -hmm. um, and I think it's just to do a dry run with everyone back in school, and then probably some new protocols. I think they needed some time to install like they, the Toronto District School Board did like a bunch of um, uh, install like a bunch of like air filtration systems, so they probably need time for that. You know who knows? Who knows? Right. 
I don't know what's gonna happen, man. You know, yeah. But we we had the we had the option of like, yeah, we had the option of doing like the in class training or the virtual training, and I just don't think that's gonna be suitable for suitable for him right now. Um, you know, he's fine with the mask, uh, so he's gonna be wearing it in school. Um, and it's just, it just, you know, it is what it is. Um, but he's he's totally excited, man. He's he's just excited to meet new friends right that's all i want to do is just meet new friends yeah um, and that's the tough part about um you know virtual learning is you know if it was imagine being in high school and doing virtual learning i have lifelong friendships of people that i met specifically in grade 10 you know grade 9 mm-hmm. um you, or even after that you know in university and you know basically the whole idea of doing like an online university bachelor's degree versus you know going there and meeting friends and making bonds in this you know when you're all in this the same kind of scenario together it's really tough to take it away even you know if you're four or if you're 20 if you're 20 years old or 18 um, yeah or 14 right so right, right. it's tough to uh have that stripped and not know what the the effects of that will be later on in in life you know when you I, like I always felt comfortable in whatever I did. I had just such a good support group of friends. Um, you know, even growing up with my cousins, like if we couldn't see each other besides Zoom calls, you know, my especially on my dad's side where they're all similar age. You know, now we have uh, relationships with each other that that we wouldn't otherwise. Where it's mm-hmm. you know, it's just a face you see two times a year. Right. That's right. you know, that's that's hardly a cousin. It's you know, I, I talk to people at work more than my family. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, it's pretty pretty crazy, and um, hopefully it works out for the best. Yeah, I think parents have been doing have been uh, you know going through some difficult times with with uh, the virtual training, but I I I I would hope that they at least have the chance to make a decision on what's best for their their child and yeah, and all that. And I'm sure it's difficult for the parents to figure out what they're going to need to do with work and work from home or even if they can't work from home and they still have a child that doing virtual training like that how difficult must that be right so mm. yeah it's definitely tough times right now and you know we've been lucky that our kid had wasn't in school at the time uh while this was all going down but now we're going into it so it's it's uh we're we're we're, we're now part of it so um yeah. I, it is what it is i'm sure it's going to be fine you know We'll see what happens, I guess. <laughs> I just hope for the best for the teachers. I think the teachers are, are going to be the, the ones that are, that are going to be, you know, stepping up to the plate, like get, get on them for stepping up the plate to doing what they can, they can do, um, whether it's in class or, or doing virtual training. I can imagine trying to do virtual training with a bunch of kindergartens. Oh, <laughs> using yeah. it'd, it'd and be all chaos. Oh, my goodness. It'd be chaos. So how was yeah. your week, buddy? Um, week was, uh, it went by, so like, I can't believe it's already Saturday night at this point. Um, you know. so last Sunday I had mentioned we were going to Arkell's. Yeah. That was a it concert. W- it was unbelievable. I, I actually, I couldn't have been happier with the first band that I saw. I just, you know, for, for where I am in my like musical. The opener? No, I mean Arkells in in general. So the uh, oh. by the time we got there, we went out for dinner first, and, and everywhere we went. So this is a Sunday night. Everywhere we went was packed. You know, it's still limited capacity. So we went to a couple places. The wait list was forty five minutes. Then it was an hour ten. You know, here it was another hour or something like that. Wow. We ended up circling back to another place, 
um, you know, by the time we sat down and, and everything, the, the opener was supposed to be at eight o'clock. I don't think we even left the restaurant until eight, but mind you, we got there at 6.45 or maybe seven. So it's not like we really wanted to see the, the opener, but Arkells came on at nine and they're who I'm talking about. There's, there's mm. just, you know, for a, a homegrown Canadian band, went to the same university as me. They're from Hamilton. Um, very, very uh, blue collar. You know, they've always worked really hard. They've been on a lot of cool um, radio shows. I think Max, the lead singer, is on a podcast a bunch of times. Um, yeah. Jay and Dan from Sports Center used to have them on their podcast, uh, Nick and Nick and Max. And Nick is the one that I know um, that I played softball with, and he's gotten, you know, kind of gone up for beers a couple of times. Um, it's just really cool to have them be the first band back because they just have such passion uh, behind what they do. And you could tell, you know, they missed it just as much as all the fans, mm-hmm. you know, and, and everybody, it was uh, kind of, you know, the, the coming back, the reunion tour of, uh, you know, it was called the long weekend, um, Arkell's long weekend shows because they were supposed to do it a long weekend last summer and they, they couldn't end up doing it. I think it was, you know, the August 1st. Um, and uh, I mean, first of all, the concert itself was amazing. Um, the lawn was it maybe a little bit more packed than I thought it was going to be, but you know, most people, I'd probably say 25% of people had masks on and everybody else, not really. Right. Um, it's, you know, it's impossible to, to patrol that at the same, you know, there's how many security are out there and they're going to go to people are dancing and, 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 you know, everyone's just going to claim that they're drinking or smoking or whatever. Um, I, I can't, can't tell what the capacity was, but I would guess mm-hmm. it was under 50% of what the full amount is because I think they said they sold either 30,000 tickets over the weekend, which would be 10,000 a night. Okay. Um, but you know, you've been to the Molson Amphitheater and now it's called yep. Budweiser stage a bunch of times. Right. And how many times have you ever, you know, there's, there was no lineup for concession or hardly any, you know, just depending on where you were. Mm-hmm. There was no line for the bathroom ever, uh, which is never the case for me. It's always, you know, there's always a line when you need to use the men's room. Mm-hmm. And uh, just in general, the whole area felt like they're just less people. So in a way, you know, for uh, especially Jess, her, her first time back to seeing that kind of thing, mm-hmm. um, you know, me having already gone to the Jays game, that was kind of a relief. I don't think the friends we were with cared at all but uh so just like just going up getting a beer going up to the washroom no problem yeah you're back like, on you're back on your spot like no no issues and delays and waiting for lines yeah even yeah. just leaving you know like picture when the right. concert's over and everybody hurts because there's only the one exit the worst you know, and everyone's hurting out of there it that yeah. wasn't even that bad in comparison nice. um so but either way, I mean, the music was amazing. Arkell's put on a fantastic show. Um, you know, Max was just born. There's some bands that are really good and they're just, you know, very technical or they just write good songs. And other people, you know, Max is just one of those guys. He's, um, he loves what he does, but born to be on that stage, you know, playing for Canadian fans and, and getting everybody and, and rallying them together. And it was really cool. You could feel the energy. Um, you know, it does, so there's there's something that I love about going to concerts with Jess where um you know something that I um that I I love about her you know that helped me fall in love with her was we go to concerts she gets so into it and she's always kind of dancing and and she'll just you know sing the lyrics and look up at me and 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 sing them 
And with the mask on, you know, it's kind of taken away. And, uh, you know, so I was like, you know, I was literally thinking, you know, fuck you COVID during that time. But, um, <laughs> I, yeah, you know, the, I hear that. That's not the worst. I know COVID's done a lot of things to a lot of families and people. And, you yeah. know, um, there's a lot worse things. But that was like, that was like, you, you felt that, like, but, that was just kind of that, that, that feeling that you get with energy you get within, within music or live music is kind of that moment that it was kind of stripped away from you, right? Because of this thing. Well, and, and sitting there and, and, you know, having all this, this wave of emotion come over, over to me is everybody singing, you know, knocking at the door or something, you know, right away. I think that was the second song they played. Nice. And uh, just the energy and, and everything that came back, it was kind of, you know, it was just, I had so many positive emotions flowing through me. And then I looked down and I was like, that's what we've missed. You know, like these, these moments of all these people gathering together to watch, mm -hmm. you know, up four guys and well, now they have, um, I forget the Arquettes. There's like three backup singers and, uh, the Northern Souls is their brass big, band. And big stuff. background. And, yeah. Big background, uh, orchestra to make their sound louder, right? It's so it just good. fills yeah. it. Yeah. It's yeah, really, really so cool, good. man. Um, if anyone hasn't seen Arkell's live before, I would highly recommend you go check them out on YouTube. Type in Arkell's live on YouTube. Really, really cool band. Uh, huge, huge band from Hamilton, Ontario. So hometown where Jim's at right now. And, and it's just really, really cool, cool music. They've been on, um, I think they've got a bunch of awards too. Uh, oh, they just won uh, Juno's, I think this year. Yeah, actually. the Juno's, the Canadian Juno's. They had that really cool Juno's live performance too with that mm -hmm. song that you just mentioned. Yeah, not going to Um Knocking at the door is probably one of our one of my favorite songs by the Arkells. Uh, really, really great Canadian band. Yeah. Um, yeah. Anyways, just like such a cool, uh, such a fun night. Uh, Good and, to be back. And honestly, we went with um, with Nick and, and Rocco, two friends of ours, again from high school. You know, imagine virtually never would have met these guys. And uh, the four of us, me, Jess, Rocco, and Nick, we've been to Chicago together. Um, Mm -hmm. We've been to Pennsylvania together. Nick and I have gone to uh, New Jersey together to see music. Like all these are for music festivals or, or to see bands. Um, Jess, Nick and I have been to a bunch of places, not to mention just, you know, regular shows in, in Toronto, infinite shows in Toronto that, the, that everyone's gone to, but especially us four. So it was really cool as well that, uh, you know, it was kind of like our, uh, our traveling um, tour group the four of us were the yeah. ones that we were all back together with as well so That's um, cool, you know man. that that in itself was was really cool but um you know so that was that was obviously the highlight the rest of the week um you know focusing more i guess just um on myself i uh switched up i don't think i mentioned it but i was trying to switch up and i'm trying to do um work out every day of the week which i did and uh played tennis actually with rocco on, on monday we were awful but uh, near the end we were, we were getting better but it's one of those things it's 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 tougher to to pick up where you left off you know like riding mm -hmm. a bike you don't need to master how to do it you know you you start to pedal and you go this isn't like that and another thing with tennis is if your opponent you know if, if i can't keep a rally consistent with rocco he's not having any success also feeling like he's he's getting back to what he once was and vice versa. So if the two of us can't rally together, neither of us are, you know, really feeling like, oh yeah, this is, you know, just like I used to play. You know, we both walked right. off thinking like, 
we've been a lot better. I think near the end we were, we were getting better and, um, you know, it's always in August, it seems like when I start to do these summer activities, it's like, oh, this is a lot of fun. I, I, you know, I remember doing this when I was younger. I should get into this more. And it's, you know, we're two thirds of the way through August. <laughs> and boom, the fall happens. Yeah. So, I, I mean, but that was still fun. But the workouts are, have been good. Um, good, man. I feel, you. Uh, you know, feel mentally stronger for, for making myself do it. We'll see. It's only been one great. week. So, um, next week, try and focus on that. And uh, in between that, Jess and I have basically done a rewatch of of Game of Thrones, or actually, we have one episode left. Um, oh wow! And uh, you know, of season eight of uh, season eight, and an unpopular opinion. Um, I actually don't mind where we're at in the show. So the very, the very, very ending <laughs> of you know who's on the Iron Throne and and what happens to some of the main characters. I won't give spoilers, although at this point in time, if you haven't seen it, it's kind of your own fault. But I will say. <laughs> You know, everyone hated the fifth episode um, mm -hmm. because one of their favorite characters maybe does something that they think is uncharacteristic. Right. I actually, you know, having now watched it a second time and they hint at this for the entire show that mm -hmm. something like this is, or at least they have the out that they did look back. Um, you know, there's a flashback in, in season two or a flash forward where, you know, there's some sort of a prophecy that happens. Uh, in the throne, the throne room looks like it's covered in snow. Maybe it's not snow. Maybe it's something else. Um, you know, there's there's other there's other things about uh, that particular character that you know when you really look into it, it, it's not. And the thing is, people just hated it because they didn't they didn't like the ending. But I always wonder mm -hmm. what ending that they wanted, because like you know, there's two sort of scenarios that were likely to happen. I thought. It, what happened was, I don't think, on anyone's radar. The odds of that happening, <laughs> if you bet on it on you know, some sports book, you probably would have made some good cash. But uh, Reminds me of the ending. It's, 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 it's all controversial. Like, it reminds me of the ending of The Sopranos, right? I actually like, loved the ending of The Sopranos. Nobody liked it. See, um, but yeah, for I, me, I understand that where one, you're coming from. That one is, I guess, less because they left so much in Sopranos for you to decipher yourself. That's with, what I with, mean, yeah. With Game yeah. of Thrones, it I think everyone was just like, really? really? Are you serious? That's <laughs> it's just like I'm so abrupt. For your ending of the series. Um, you know, Sopranos, it's like, eh. uh, I actually, I'd be curious how many people out there, not just for Game of Thrones, but if you list, you know, 15 of your favorite TV shows, how many series finales did you actually enjoy or how many of the last season right. did you enjoy of those? If people talk about Dexter, they hate it. Um, you know, like you just said, Sopranos, Game of Thrones. Uh, I, I don't know. I, you know, I've never really heard people complain about Sons of Anarchy um, or Breaking Bad. I've heard people say they don't like the finale of Breaking Bad. Mm. But again, that's the finale. But the last season right. was really good. Mm -hmm. um, you know, but if, if you go through shows like that, some of the big ones, even The Wire's fifth season was probably the worst one. Um, I wonder how many people would be like, oh, yeah, I mean, because that's the thing. People just don't want it to end when it's so good and, and like, there's all this stuff and then the, sh the writers have to finish it. Yeah. And, you know, you're left be, wanting more. I saw a meme actually that was George R. R. Martin saying, you know how much money I'm going to make off the books because of how badly they butchered the show because people are going <laughs> to want his ending. 
So it was like a big <laughs> ploy of his to just make so much money when the That's books awesome. finally come out. Obviously, you know what? I doubt at this point um, he'll even be able to finish. I think he's told somebody how he wants it to end. Mm-hmm. If he didn't already tell the show writers, I, I'm not sure if that's his ending or not. I don't, I really don't think it's exactly, it's obviously going to be exactly like that, especially because they killed off characters um, in the show and, or kept characters in the show that were killed off in the books. Um, so interesting to see, you know, how he'll keep his version going if he ever finishes it. But I mean, the sixth book has been if coming out for like a hundred years, it feels it. like. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> and then he still has to write a seventh. You know, there's supposed to be seven books. So, oh man. Anyways, it's been a fun rewatch. The show's unbelievable. Um, the, it's just insane. You know, like even Jon Snow, actually, I won't say, I won't say too much, but uh, I was going like to say the, the budget is just, the budget is just nuts for some of these episodes. So, like, I mm-hmm. guess um you know with one of the dire wolves you're making me want to rewatch it now i've only seen the series once i kind of want to start watching it again it's worth a rewatch because oh, it's, it's really it good it totally is such a great show honestly it's fantastic with, with one of the dire wolves people were sad about you know this dire wolves <laughs> how he, how it finishes how the story finishes yeah but the truth is they ran out of money and they couldn't <laughs> do it i read that today i'm like why oh, that was like shoot? a fact it was a fact it's you yeah. know but they they ran out of money so they couldn't show the proper goodbye that they wanted to um, which is which is crazy because they spent all the money on dragons and, and all this stuff once it got to the end and actually that's what reminded me of you know nico saying that's a that's a real real dragon you know jess and i watched all the dragons and, and stuff today so yeah um, yeah that's yeah that's that's, so, cool. so anyways that's uh you know that was <laughs> that's been my uh, my last little little update 80 nice. plus hours of game of thrones actually I guess it's not but yeah <laughs> that's the one thing I, th- I would say about that i i do envy a lot about um uh about people who don't have little toddlers running around their house where they can just watch game of thrones during the day like that sounds mm. like a dream to me because i can only have one episode maybe two episodes a night when he's when he's down and then that's it because i obviously can't watch it while he's awake oh, no. uh but I, yeah when, maybe when he gets to that age i can finally crush start crushing through a bunch of these bunch of stuff. what's funny like obviously yeah you couldn't show it in you know the violence alone um you oh know, yeah the, the, the sex scenes it's, i always <laughs> there's a there's so a meme bad. i always <laughs> see that uh game of thrones when i watch by myself and it's all the fighting and you know, the storytelling and just the acting and then Game of Thrones when my parents come in and it's always just naked people all over the screen. <laughs> it doesn't happen that often, but it's, you know, every, my dad will, they're like, the meme is, you know, my dad coming in with, to check in on me. And yeah. every time it's someone instantly just got undressed and then, he, and then he leaves and there's this big battle scene and he comes back and it's another whorehouse scene. And it's like, how is that possible? <laughs> Uh, yeah. yeah it's always bound to happen i remember watching some some awkward scenes you know in movies and stuff like that with with, with uh with my parents and it's just a part of growing up you know <laughs> yeah well yeah um you know it'd be such a cool watch for him when he is old enough for mm-hmm. you guys to sit down and, and watch it together you know if he ever reads the books that kind of thing so right um right. you know you always have that to look forward to which is pretty cool right right uh all right i guess we'll end it here buddy everyone yeah, thank you so much for listening to our podcast this has been episode 30 31 of crushing through life if you enjoy our show and would like to follow us for more check us out at linktree.com slash crushing through life that is linktree.com slash crushing through life if you find crushing through life on youtube 
check our channel out, subscribe to us, and you can view our videos. Have a great day, everybody.